Hello and welcome to, sorry that was a very accusatory, hello, where have you been? You've been doing, you've been breaking stuff. This is, uh, this is Recapping with Cam. It's a podcast where usually I talk about things I've watched recently or things that have happened in the world recently and uh, chat to people about what's been happening with them which is the longest podcast tagline in the world. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just whatever I feel like at the time, to be honest. I hope that you've had a, an okay week or weekend, whatever, whatever day you're listening to this. To be honest, overall, I am tired. I feel like anytime someone asks me, hey, how's it going? I just want to be like, I'm tired, so... So no more questions because that will just make me more tired. But you, that's just not really, it's not really socially acceptable to, <laughs> to, to tell people I'm already, I'm already finished with the conversation you're trying to have with me. So, um, so you just say, yeah, good and you, which is just, um, it's like a head nod. It doesn't really have any meaning behind it. It's just like you're acknowledging that there's been a moment, which I imagine is kind of how a lot of people are feeling and I know that as much as I'm whining in this moment, there's people that are in a much more challenging situation. So you're kind of, yeah, I think it's okay to still admit that you're tired, even when other people are way more tired, doing way harder, going through tougher things in their life. Um, I woke up to a the noise of that siren. The I think it's an emergency siren. Um which I've never, I feel like whoever's in charge of that should maybe get in touch with the citizens of every city and just be like, uh, this is what that siren means. It's the, it's the one you can hear from like everywhere. I think originally it used to mean like there's bombs about to be dropped. It's the one that kind of takes ages to build up. I think there's a guy with like a, a set of bike pedals, like it's a, it's like a mechanical siren that sounds like, it gets louder and louder like that noise that when kids are like oh you're in trouble it's that sort of uh pitch <laughs> and i think as a kid when i used to hear that i'd be like oh is there a tidal wave coming in but and every time your parents just like oh no they're just testing it they're just testing it and that's that's all good like, i don't know when you're supposed to just know when it's not a test anymore except for these days i know that the city council can text everybody at once if they want to because they they either do it when they're like hey vote for this party like i've got text messages from uh what's clive palmer i think before just saying hey just reminder when you're voting make sure it's for me which is definitely sent to everyone because i am not an australian citizen so he's just kind of sent to all so I know that it's possible to select send to all. So why not, before you put that tidal wave siren on, let everybody know. Maybe just just a heads up, we're going to be testing the alarm like like what they do it in an office. When you're sitting there and the just before the alarm goes off, normally there's a guy that does an announcement letting you know, hey, um, this one's a test don't do anything if you hear it and you don't hear my voice beforehand then it's not a test and you're in trouble since yeah i think this is something that maybe maybe they could improve the process because when you wake up to a tidal wave alarm 
it's I'm already a, not really a morning person and yeah that one just kind of sets me up for a, an annoying morning I recently caught up with Bill Golding, who is one half of Johnston Street. They put on gigs, they take photos at gigs, and they're the most passionate, loyal fans and supporters and parts of the Melbourne music community, in my opinion. Bill actually got himself into a little bit of trouble when he was in the ocean recently. Because when I was in Wollongong, um, the end of last year too, I got stuck in a rip for the first time. And oh. I, I know how to like get out of them and I know how to like not drown. I'm like a very competent swimmer, like growing up on the islands and stuff, but that had never happened to me before. Cause I'd always been able to like see what was happening. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I was just swimming, trying to catch a wave in and I was like, okay, I'm going to catch one wave in and then I'm going to go, uh, I'll call it a day. And the guy I'm next to the guy with next to me says, oh, you're trying to catch it. You should catch like a wave in. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to do that. And I was like, okay, well, I need to go a bit further out because that's where the wave's breaking so I can get them in. Just body, body. I didn't realize that he was saying that to me because he was surfing being like, hey, you should go in. I thought he was like, oh, just giving me advice. So I went further out like voluntarily and then i was like oh it seems like there's not many people yet and i turned around and i'm like pretty much a kilometer out oh, a kilometer that's way too generous like 500 meters like a couple yeah. hundred meters out from the beach and everyone else has been pulled off the beach because the surf life savers said everyone come in and i'm like oh it's just me and it's like the most dangerous part oh and if i try to because when you get caught in a rip you have to go basically like really east or really west you go like out from it horizontally and then you're not getting like screwed with and you can just swim back into the beach normally but if i did that i'd be outside of the flag so the surf lifesaver would think oh my god this guy's drowning he's gonna freaking kill himself so i just had to like stay there and basically put my hand up and go yeah put my hand up and go save me or i'm gonna die gee i can't even see <laughs> the person that's gonna come save me because it was like that that much swell it was that hectic and i was like oh, i just hope this works out and it did they came and like rescued me but that was a super yeah yeah i had to i had to they, they come out with like a kind of surfboard and they're like the guy comes up to me and he goes like oh do you like want a hand and like as i'm like barely able to keep my head above water i'm like really like you you reckon my ego is gonna take over now i'm gonna be like nah bro i got this actually give me your board because so you're such a good swimmer give me your board and i'll get in myself fine because the only reason i'm in this place is i don't have a surfboard so give yeah. me your board and let's see how you can fucking swim in motherfucker. no i'm like just get me out of here please and how did he save you did he put his um like did he swim backstroke with his arm around your neck is that the oh no he's on he's on a surfboard so he put you no, on, he's on a surfboard yeah oh we i can get on a surfboard myself i am an adult but yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i did i'm just and so you were both was it like if i had somebody on the back of my scooter like you were holding his waist and he like how we... <laughs> all right all right i'll give imagine like it's uh broke back mountain or some type of romantic sport romantic like horse movie and like he's the guy who's riding the horse like the super like masculine like fucking uh knows yeah, what he's person yeah, and, like, I, and i'm like yeah, yeah no i'm on the yeah i'm on the i'm the back behind him behind him holding yeah. on to his hips <laughs> like just being like take me take me to safety like take me home oh mighty leader <laughs> cheek into his shoulder blade <laughs> like, he just... was trying to make he was trying to make small talk guys like so what do you 
are you what are you up to today and i'm like not drowning now that's pretty good that's a vast improvement on what my plans were for the last 10 minutes but that's because of um because of growing up on a because of growing up on the beaches like i used to always swim outside the flags when i was a kid because i'm such a competent swimmer we used to swim from island to island uh back on the islands where i grew up on so i'm like how, a very competent swimmer but i was like how long does it take to go one island to the next um 40 minutes i'd say not quite an hour it's quite you a do while. like laps yeah you do like but, uh, laps of the island and stuff you you wouldn't do that often because out in the deep sea like there, there's no shark nets and like I've, I've seen a lot of sharks and i've i've got a one of my stand-up bits if you remember it is about me actually almost being killed by a shark so mm. uh yeah like that that shit's real out there that shit is like yeah you can actually get caught and killed by the sharks that clearly live alongside you which you know, is just on the beach do, i'm not too worried about that would you st still do that to get from one island to the next would you just go i'll oh, just swim it I only, I only did it as a challenge it's just because i liked uh physical fitness and i liked swimming when i was a kid you know it's just important to be able to like handle yourself so that's the only reason i did it you'd never do it practically it doesn't make any sense at all to go like visit the neighbors yeah or no you do it like like there's there's certain island like they're not really like big island chains they're like there's very tiny islands and uh, you park your boat on one and because of reefs and a bunch of other reasons and like where the current is it'd make more sense to just swim over to the other one but yeah you know, we're, we're talking like 10 minutes swim and you just like hang out there for like 10 minutes and then swim back so yeah it's, it's not quite as like probably as like visually impressive as you're thinking about it's not like i'm freaking swimming between north and south island new zealand or something like that I'm picturing, have you seen that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, The Beach, where he's just super shredded and he's just swimming and running around the island all the time and taking drugs? Nope. Okay. Well, that's what I'm imagining. So since you haven't seen it, that's probably what it, I'm just going to keep imagining that that's what yeah. it was. I didn't realize that that was um, your childhood swimming from like being such like a, you were basically a beach rat. <laughs> so, yeah, well but that was that was weird is that what was weird about me is that one i didn't surf and two i was a massive nerd so i grew up on an island with no like didn't even have uh power most of the time uh didn't have a phone or like internet signal most of the time didn't have tv signal most yeah. of the time but i was like all i use is the like the, the last season that i was on the islands uh, i have like a lot of regret about it because i just started getting into like competitive video games and I play. I basically downloaded one, and I was so bad at that. Of like the last three weeks we were there, I spent easily like two weeks just inside playing on my laptop. Yeah, and I, yeah. I was just, I was like, I didn't really like fit. I didn't. It's not that I didn't fit in with all the surfy people. I just didn't really want to. And I had like a I'm the smart guy kind of mentality about me, where I like sort of looked down on them a bit. Mm. So we rode to yeah, them. I, oh no in on the islands like there's only 50 people and that's like including the kids the wives the um like fishermen and all that stuff so say, like you, you don't have you don't have room to argue with people you even when you do get in like a scuffle you have to like apologize and fix it up that day or the next day they won't let you they won't let you have like uh lasting disagreements with people everyone has to get along yeah true because it just you can't pretend you can't just hang out with a different group you're still going to see that person every day, probably. Yeah, every, not probably every single day. Like when you're doing school and the social events and like just wanting something to do, so there's nothing better to do than hang out with people. It's like, yeah, there's there's no room for disagreements.
would you was your brother and sister your best mates or did you have best mates in that 50 um i had other ones yeah but uh my family definitely was but everyone yeah. had their families too there, there wasn't a lot of kids that were like only children they'd go out there with like their siblings who yeah. maybe were like a couple of years apart but you know it's like kind of tribal like that there was a communal space and then everyone had their own houses so yeah uh, that's really interesting and what well were the parents all doing working for the same company like is there a company on this island no nah, it's um i mean technically it's like you work you work for like a fishing co-op uh like cooperative organization so you can kind of think of it like you're independent contractors but you go through the same middleman uh i don't know an industry that's really comparative to it there's obviously got to be some none come off the top of my head yeah. uh yeah but yeah like we all we didn't work for the same company we all worked for uh, a select few of people that owned the boats and then we all either rented the boats or you owned your own so and then you just basically pay your taxes to the co-op so we're all it was a it was a super communal place but in terms of how much you made it was actually competitive and there was a bit of politics to it too because it's like i i know that this island is where i get the best uh craze during this type of season so i'm going to go put all my pots there and i put them first which means that i get dibs over this guy but he had it last season so then you have like a kind of argument at the pub about it and you just debate that stuff all the time so it's competitive well all the families there for crayfish like there wasn't one family there for tuna one family there for eels they're like everyone's there for the same animal no um every there were a bunch of people that were there for fish but mostly it was crayfish because that, that's what the island was best for um still is yeah uh, the fishermen the fishermen people you know it's like well, everyone likes tribal mentality so even though we're all basically the same and everyone got along great we're all like good friends uh, yeah there's a weird tribal mentality we're like the people who do fishing out here that's just weird we're like you're not you're not professionals because you're choosing to go after something that doesn't make you the most money. So what are you in this for? Like, like that's the kind of like ideological disagreement, even though it's basically over nothing, it's still fucking fish at the end of the yeah. day. Like punk fans trying to look down their noses at pop punk fans. <laughs> like, exactly you're kind of, you're like kind that. Of you're kind of doing what we do, but it's not cool. Well, you're, you're actually outside of our group. <laughs> yeah, we're both musicians, but you're a wrong musician. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah and it's like i don't get it like if you're not it's, it's literally like it's like saying if someone starts a band now it's like i don't get it like if you cared about music you do rap because that's what everyone's listening to and making money off these days so if yeah. you're a real musician you do rap but you're just like a poser because you're just you're not a poser you're an elitist because you're choosing yeah. this inefficient art form over the clearly commercially defined most successful one so i'm really yeah you grow out of that mentality really quick yeah uh when you were at the pub so was i'm guessing there's one pub if there's 50 people on the island it's kind of like if you go to the pub that's the choice that's the decision um yeah. and then you're hanging out with the cray other the, the other crayfish fishermen and their crayfish fishermen kids were you what were aside from like you put your crayfish pots down at the island that my family wanted to with what were the other like issues that had to be resolved quickly between the crayfish um my oh, oh between the between the families I, you know i was a kid so i don't really know a lot of it i imagine there was just you know typical human drama of like this person said that oh but that person was drunk and they're like, okay they're like no one really cared what your quarrel was as long as you resolved it at the end yeah 
but one that I remember, uh, I got in a big tiff with, and me like, uh, and pretty much all the guys my age got in a big argument with all the girls uh, at one point. And that was like a big argument that had to be resolved because they'd go to the pub while it was closed, well, like yeah, closed during the day, and they'd practice uh, tap dancing. And I'd go there to like practice pool and practice playing darts because I love watching people play them and I love playing those sports, yeah. those games. And yeah, they go tap dancing and it's so loud because they're on those like wooden floorboards and it was just ridiculous. It's like a like hollow building. Yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> I started basically like a huge gender feud where I was like, all oh, you freaking chicks need to get out. I need to practice my goddamn stroke and you're screwing everything up. And they said that this is a, <laughs> this is like our time to be here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is my time. And they're like, oh, let's do like a roster system. And I was like, no, I'm not compromising. Just get out now. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Later. I was just like an aggro little kid, basically. I don't know. I was too young to be like uh, fair and morally righteous. You're just, so, yeah, like, and you're the noisy one. Yeah, and then it cut. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, why? Like, you can do whatever you want over there, but like, why are you fucking with me? I'm doing what I'm doing over here, and it's not fucking with you. So we can coexist with you not here. <laughs> it was like my with my attitude. You found a solution. Yeah, and. <laughs> And, and it just, you know, it just ends up in the usual shit where it's like my dad can kick your dad's ass and that's when it's like, oh shit, like it'll have actual consequences. You know, when you start like not making threats, but you start like speaking on behalf of other people. And that's why the community thing's so important. Cause like my, my dad's like, my your family's got your back no matter what. So like if your kid says something and they're just being childish and then they rope you into it, you have to, as like the mature person, be like, no, you're all being stupid. Not only am I not going to do that, but we're all going to sit down and we're going to explain to you why you're wrong and uh, resolve like not only this issue, but all future issues like this and then just get back together. So that was like one incident of that that I remember that was pretty memorable, but it was all fixed within two days. That, um, that incident, you versus the tap dancing squad, how many girls were in that squad? Twelve. <laughs> And you, you were the lone wolf darts player and pool player. You were, it was Bill versus. No, there was, no, it wasn't, it wasn't just me. It was four of us against like 12, 12 girls or something like that. There was, there was, all I remember is there was more than 10 of them and like about five of us. Yeah. And what was the outcome and what was the resolution that the parents made you, do you guys have to shake hands? yeah yeah we did all that i remember the girl's name as well gabrielle uh she was like the leader of the girls and i was like the leader of the boys and you know the you know what the sad part is of like how it ended i stopped playing pool and darts <laughs> i couldn't they were like they were basically like you can both do whatever you want at the same time that's obviously fair you need to like get over it especially like you as like the um young man bill you need to like take the high ground and be like you're gonna you know, I'm, I'm not going to be like, let myself be upset by what other people are saying. And I was like, good, that makes sense. And then I went back and I tried it and I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit ever again. And I just started doing other stuff. So I started like snorkeling more or whatever other hobbies I was doing at the time. Donald Trump, you were the Donald Trump of the island. You wouldn't even attend the inauguration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just rock up. I, I'd like rock up and I like hear that. I'd hear that and I'd be like, I'm not going in there today. It's like, that's it. I'd, I'd go there hoping that I could play darts. I'd hear like the pitter patter. I'd be like, no, nah, no, no. You couldn't, nah. you couldn't see yourself eventually getting into it. Like, okay, I'm hearing the rhythm. No. 
<laughs> at the time it's just a hard no <laughs> i had no, no no ability for that as well and like yeah you're like in a you're in a freaking country keep in mind you're in a country wa town of yeah. like a very succinct small community within a country wa town all the dudes are extremely hyper masculine like they've all got like well, not extremely hyper masculine but they're they're really masculine you know they're all hard working type dudes and stuff if you did anything effeminate like that or showed like interest in it at all it'd be like yeah no that has to stop right now like you're, you're not gonna provide for no one or protect your family while wearing tap you can't kick ass and clogs